Mary is taken up to heaven. A chorus of angels exalts. That was the little verse in between the Alleluia's tonight, and that's truly what we celebrate as we gather this day, to think of the end of Mary's life and then her triumphal entry because of Christ's resurrection into eternal glory. Mary is taken up to heaven. There are lots of questions people have. Did Mary die, for example? That's a good question. It's one that we don't know the answer to, actually. We might quite readily think she did or did not. Some people were quite surprised one time when I posed that as an answer, that Mary possibly died. They always thought that she was just kind of zapped up body and soul into heaven, that maybe she went up a mountain and there Jesus called her home. There are lots of traditions regarding the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. While this dogma was proclaimed by the church in 1950, the celebration of this feast dates at least to the early 600s or late 500s. It's been preached by many different priests and bishops and popes throughout the years. The people have always gathered on August 15th to think of Mary's falling asleep in the Lord. There are some facts of this event then, maybe. Maybe we can't call them facts because it's uncertain, but we can call them traditions. That in the 600s, 700s, 800s, these traditions were beginning to be written down by some of the Eastern writers and fathers of the church. That they recounted the end of Mary's life as it had been handed down to them. Some accounts say that an angel came and announced to Mary that the end of her life was approaching and that soon she would be with her son once again. That just as the angel announced to her the good news that she was to be the mother of the Savior, well, now she is going to be with the Savior forever. That there's been a time of separation between the ascension and her assumption. But now that time had come. Some of the traditions that they wrote down say that all of the apostles gathered around Our Lady, except for one. And that they came from far and wide and they returned back to Jerusalem. Now some think maybe this took place in Turkey and Ephesus. But the more stronger tradition I would tell you is that of Jerusalem where even a tomb for Mary is there in the Valley of Gethsemane. And that as the apostles gathered around Our Lady, she passed from this life and they brought her through the streets and took her to that tomb and as they processed with her body, there were many different healings that had taken place. And then they put her in that tomb. Then the traditions say that, well, after a few days, the one apostle who wasn't there, unfortunately, it had to be Thomas because he was the doubter. And Thomas comes and they open the tomb so he can pay his respects and they see the burial cloth there, and her body is not there. Some might wonder, well, 
could Mary, did she have to die? She was immaculately conceived as we celebrate on December 8th. So did she need to die? Death is a consequence of sin, and if God spared her of that, well, then she doesn't need to die. Some of the mystics of the church have written about this, and they say that Mary chose to undergo the experience of death to share in the likeness of her son. And so today, as we celebrate the Assumption, we celebrate a day that we don't know how the story really went. But we do know is that Mary is taken up to heaven, a chorus of angels exalts. What we know is that as the angels and saints are there in heaven, they greet the Blessed Virgin. And that she's united with her son Jesus, that Joseph is there, Jochum and Anne, her parents, and so many others. That taken body and soul into heaven, she's there in that place with all the angels and saints and great rejoicing took place. Maybe one of the lessons of the assumption for all of us is simply to think about the fact that maybe Mary was prepared for her death, that she was, she was aware of when she was going to die or pass, fall asleep in this life. And that as that angel made that announcement to her, well, she knew that that longing to be with Jesus would soon be fulfilled. Maybe it's an encouragement for us to always have that longing to be with the Lord, to always be ready for that hour, that the moment that the Lord might call us. For some of us, we could die suddenly, a heart attack, some other illness might take us, an accident. For others, it might be a long road, one with a diagnosis, and one that we know as days go on that our time to be with the Lord draws closer. So maybe today's feast helps us to prepare for death. And maybe one of the ways that we do that is by that simple prayer of the Hail Mary, for we ask her to pray for us at the hour of our death.